What's up? Welcome to What You Know. My name's Austin, and this is the show where I try to figure out what's going on. I have a funky personal philosophy that I call intentional naivety. I don't know if there's anything more core to how I live my life. Intentional naivety is the decision to remain unaware of things that you cannot change or don't intend to change. I'm still struggling to define it. The easiest subject being politics. I've never ever concerned myself with any of it. because I've watched other people deal with politics and I've never enjoyed what I've seen. And it's probably important to clarify the difference between politics as a profession, people in a position to actively make change on a government and global scale. And then there's, you know, activists, people who are looking to send a message to those people. And then there's the rest of us. I feel like most of us live in the space where Politics is not our profession, nor is it something we're actively participating in on most levels. And yet, so many people are so consumed by these ideologies that I just can't wrap my head around. Um, humans are so diverse and, um, and multifaceted. And it's so weird to see so many people put themselves into such small boxes. And when it comes down to it, I don't like the way I feel when thinking about or talking to people about politics. And so accepting that I am not going to change the world in that way. I do my best to stay clear of almost any 
participation in politics and the discussion of them. And I'm quite happy with that decision. Um, for me, intentional naivety feels like a necessary remedy to a world where information is not only prevalent, but thrown at you. It fills up our time. And the way that it's put out, it has a very powerful way of staying with you long after whatever news program or television show has ended. And it's very frustrating to see people pitted against one another. as a result of sensationalizing topics. And I don't get it, and I don't wanna get it. And I have to live in a world that I interact with. Anything outside of what I interact with on a daily basis doesn't make sense to me to concern myself with. And I've made that statement to other people and I've gotten multiple responses of disappointment in such a stance. because for a lot of people, that's where change can occur, you know? But the longer I'm alive, the more information berates me, and the more I'm convinced that I need to uh, operate within a much smaller sphere than the world as a whole. Because there's a negative side effect of concerning yourself with so much. That being, it makes you realize how small you are and how powerless you are in a very frustrating way. Oh, 
You need attention, huh? What I can change is my life. And to an extent, the lives of the people that I care about within my family and my friend group and those I work with. But all in all, it's easily under a hundred people that, uh, I'm going to spend most of my time with. And in a world of 7 billion and counting, I don't think anybody should be spending most of their time focused more than on less than 100 people. or more than a hundred people. I don't, I don't think anything outside of that number is uh, feasible. As intelligent as humans can be, it's hard to keep track of things. Hard to keep things straight. And a meaningful relationship takes a lot of time in the scheme of one life. <clears throat> and so knowing that there's a world out there that's brimming with suffering that's filled with death and maybe even scarier filled with a sense of impending dread knowing that doesn't help me dwelling on it doesn't help me Because the further you extend that empathy, the harder it is to get by, I think. And the further you extend that empathy, the less capacity an individual has to actually impact anything. Any sort of lasting influence that we can have on anybody is built out through a relationship which over time can bring trust. And when somebody trusts somebody, 
they open themselves up to the possibility of change. And I've never been changed by somebody that I watched on television. And more importantly, I've never been changed by somebody who's trying too hard to change me. <laughs> Which seems like a very prevalent part of a lot of discussions on politics today. It's the desire to get people to change. And despite actively, passionately avoiding all of the stuff, the mindset has carried with me, I believe. I definitely want to change people. I wish people would know what I know in the way that I know it so that it wouldn't be so hard to get my points across. And sometimes I feel like I have something that someone else doesn't have that could improve their lives. And whether that's true or not, what comes along with a mindset like that is pride <laughs> in a really lame way. And maybe uh, maybe it's pride compensating for shame. Maybe spending enough time being ashamed of oneself. if you look to remedy that requires an opposite reaction which can come in the form of pointless pride And it's funny how much this stuff fluctuates. Because one day I'll feel on top of the world. I'll feel like I get it. And I'll feel like I resonate with this, whatever this is. And the next day I'm down again. And it's so hard to walk that line in between the fluctuating stuff. 
just this sort of neutral neutral presence more than an abundance of self-loathing or righteousness It's weird to think that too much information can be bad for you, but it makes sense. The structure of a lot of the internet is not based on the most useful information, but the information that is the most exciting. Which means that all these things that rise to the top have this potency about them. And depending on how much time you spend interacting with things like that, it begins to constitute a heightened level of what you perceive existence should be when you watch all of this intensity. You watch these interactions and these activities and these debates. I see people adjust their lives to reflect that intensity and it doesn't make for a pleasant person to be around. So I don't think intentional naivety is about ignorance as much as it is being selective with what you allow to influence you. The concept of a role model has evolved. The conventional type being an individual who represents standards to living a good or, or useful life. And today's definition being more of who can be seen. And individuals in a place of influence 
inevitably carry with them some of that same mentality, you know, putting out positive messages alongside the potency and the sensationalism. But I don't think it should be confused that the driving force behind most of the things we take in these days has nothing to do with teaching anybody about anything useful. I'm sure there are exceptions, but I'm also sure that the majority of the things we take in isn't that helpful. I've spent a minimum of a decade navigating my relationship with content. And I, I still don't have it down, you know, as obsessed as I am with getting my interaction with the internet under control. I'm nowhere near where I want to be in terms of being uh, disconnected from it as much as possible, but navigating it intentionally. <clears throat> and the funny part of it is the allure of productivity was such a huge selling point for all this stuff. And I feel like that same potential for productivity is what solidified it in our lives, but moreover justified it long enough for the addictive elements to take hold. It's weird that I haven't like analyzed what I do with that time on the internet, but it's also very obvious that the bulk of it is a distraction and a way to pass time. And if I'm honest with myself, distract myself, from real life so often. And even though it easily constitutes more distractions than useful tools, kind of roped in at this point, feels like most people are. And with it comes a lot of negative side effects 
to our capacity to pay attention to the level of interest we have in the people closest to us because if there's somebody to listen to it's you know the people you've chosen to be with and yet it never really feels like much is going on with real people and there's a reason for that a structured personality built on entertainment and retention is nothing like a real person. Because if I ever saw somebody famous. I don't think I'd be seeing them, even if I did see them. I think I'd be seeing a highly curated version of them that in no way can represent the actual individual. Because life is comprised of moments of intensity, of intimacy. But between those moments in real life sits a lot of stillness and a lot of uh, boring conversations. But the things online are absent of almost all of that stuff in between, all the boring stuff. So when you watch somebody who curates moments within their own life, you're getting a ridiculously biased perspective on who they are. And you're developing a very strange relationship with them that is absent of the bulk of who they are. This lower level, boring, fundamental, insightful stuff. And with each of those curated, one-sided relationships that we develop with somebody that we'll never meet, we lessen the opportunity for depth within our own real relationships. 